When disaster strikes, can small businesses count on the federal government for the resources they need to get back on their feet? I'm Edward Siegel, a leadership strategy senior contributor for Forbes.com and author of the best-selling and award-winning book, Crisis Ahead, 101 Ways to Prepare for and Bounce Back from Disasters, Scandals, and Other Emergencies. My guest today is Isabella Guzman, the administrator of the Small Business Administration. She's here to talk about the SBA's recent reorganization and how it'll help improve the financial help it provides to companies after a flood, hurricane, tornado, or other disaster. Welcome to the show, Administrator. I'm glad you could join us today. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. You recently announced that the Small Business Administration had completed the second and final phase of a reorganization of its disaster program. Um, why were those reorganizations needed in the first place, and, and why now? Yeah. Well, everyone knows that the SBA had to scale dramatically during the pandemic to reach the needs of uh, all our businesses and uh, nonprofits uh, with our incredible PPP, uh, as well as the COVID Idol and the Restaurant Revitalization Fund and the Shutter Venue Operator Grant. Uh, you know, we uh, obviously during the Biden-Harris administration were really committed to making sure that we could implement these programs with speed and certainty uh, in order to achieve that kind of scale and really uh, the precision that we needed within these programs. Uh, I had uh, initially in the summer of 21 moved the COVID idle program, which had always been serviced. All of my disaster loans had been serviced by my Office of Capital Access team uh, in the past. And so uh, during natural disasters, uh, they serviced those loans. And so I instead uh, moved the entirety uh, of the loan apparatus into the Office of Capital Access, really with an emphasis on, uh, you look into the future and resilience that we need to try to build up in our communities. Uh, you know, the SBA serves not only the businesses during times of disaster but, and the nonprofits, but uh, also the individuals, because those are the customers and the employees of our uh, businesses and a really critical part of sustaining the community. Uh, and so uh, with the shift of the lending to a single operation in order to uh, achieve scale and more efficiencies, uh, we are, in addition, uh, you know, focusing within our office, newly named as the Office of Disaster uh, recovery and resilience, uh, a focus again on preparing small businesses and homeowners uh, and renters and communities uh, for uh, the need to pivot and adapt and be resilient in the face of in increasing uh, natural disasters and, and any disruption that they face. So what happened in each of the two phases of the reorganization? Yeah, well, the SBA, um, obviously, we were able to transition smoothly uh, our lending programs during COVID idols height. We were able to clear a million backlog uh, and start putting out up to a billion dollars a day at its peak uh, during the pandemic to continue to support our small businesses uh, with critical financial relief that they needed to position their business to be able to uh, survive and, and, and not thrive. Uh, we we recognize uh, as well, though, that uh, we want to be on the ground quickly. We want to be there and meet our businesses and our individual uh, disaster survivors with our products and services. And we want to leverage the whole of SBA uh, and all the resources that we have to help communities recover. Uh, and so the, the incredible team at the Office of Disaster Recovery and Resilience uh, have been uh, better readying and collaborating with emergency managers on the ground to ensure that the SBA can do just that. So they have uh, leveled up 
their response and, and, and focusing on supporting communities with as streamlined of a support as possible. Uh, and you know, being more thoughtful of bringing the whole of SBA uh, to the table to make sure that we can help communities with the long tail of recovery uh, in, in uh, recovering from a natural disaster and the impacts it has. So after all is said and done, uh, what does all this mean for small businesses and how will they see if there's anything different on when they need your services? Yeah, I mean, I think small businesses are going to continue to see uh, that the SBA is there in partnership on the ground uh, with local chambers and, and, and local partners to ensure um, that we are there for them to you know, serve them with the products that they need for disaster, whether that's physical disaster uh, impact or just the economic injury or both. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that we can continue to invest in that customer experience uh, uh, that is uh, higher performing as well as technology uh, so that we can ensure that the products are equitably distributed um, uh, and known and, and, uh, and are uh, meet the needs of those businesses as quickly as possible. And so I can only um, expect to see you know, increased improvements as we work across the whole of government to really leverage our expertises and bring them to the table for our disaster survivors, which is something the Biden-Harris administration is really focused on in the face of climate change and increasing natural disasters and their large impact, uh, financial impact in communities. Uh, we want to make sure that we focus on that customer experience and uh, for the disaster survivors so that they can uh, rest assured that the federal government is there to support them. Those partnerships you just mentioned, are they already in place around the country or are there gaps and you have to scramble to get those partnerships in place when a disaster strikes and there's no existing partnerships? Uh, a lot of times uh, we already have all the pre-existing relationships. As a great example, uh, we of course, deploy uh, advisors across the network through a small business development center network, uh, America's SBDC. Those SBDCs that are funded by the, the SBA help businesses on an everyday basis uh, start and grow their businesses, access capital. Uh, but during disasters, oftentimes they're, they're the ones who are alongside us ready to deploy um, to help us either co-locate with them or or be on the ground to make sure that they are referring businesses to us. Um, so obviously those are some natural partnerships that exist already is, and we are readying and deploying all of our networks, our women's business centers, uh, or as well as our score char chapters, those great mentors, um, and uh, our veterans business centers, wherever we can to better deploy um, our small businesses. So those are our ongoing partnerships and relationships. And oftentimes we already have great relationships with the local cities and counties, those emergency managers, especially in uh, communities that have repeat impact by disasters. And so we're ready to deploy and oftentimes are able to be quickly on the ground, working in coordination, of course, uh, with our federal partners uh, who are there to uh, help immediately respond to disasters. How did those partnerships and relationships change, or did they, um, after the reorganization was completed? Uh, no, I mean, the, the face of uh, SBA disaster has always been within our Office of Disaster Assistance, now the Disaster um, Recovery and Resilience Office. Uh, and those relationships have just continued without disruption at all. Uh, and so we're not seeing uh, any hiccups in, or disruption of service. If anything, uh, we're able to uh, lift up and prioritize um, a focus on 
recovery and ensuring that our field offices in the east and west are fully able to deploy and leverage uh, headquarters support to focus on the tail end of recovery and so that we're there for communities uh, and uh, able to deploy. Can you walk us through uh, the steps that were taken to help guarantee that the organization was done the right way for the right reasons and, and done on time? What I saw in California when I experienced uh, disasters is, is not only the small business advocate, but uh, the lead on the economic recovery support function within the state of California. Uh, you know, I saw that a lot of times smaller communities were uh, unable to fully deploy with large economic development teams, uh, you know, on the ready. And so it's really critical and important that uh, the federal government can, can leverage its resources uh, to ensure that communities can have that uh, small business economic development deployed uh, as quickly as possible. So, uh, you know, if anything, I think the, the SBA has been uh, readied for this moment. We do, uh, you know, have strong resources locally on the ground to be able to deploy and align with our Office of Disaster Re uh, Recovery and Resilience. And so uh, uh, those those natural collaborations that exist across the SBA and our partners in the, on the ground uh, have existed for some time. And so if anything, we're uh, you know, creating a better structure at the SBA to fully deploy them. And as I said, uh, with the Office of Capital Access always handling the servicing of our disaster loans. Uh, this was just another added step of being able to deploy on the underwriting for these important and vital direct disaster recovery loans. Uh, and so I'm excited to, uh, to see that it's uh, been a seamless transition, but what, you know, what we obviously uh, in responding to a quick need for scale and response during the pandemic relief um, uh, was thoughtful and resulted in uh, a strong transition of one product starting with COVID idle uh, and then a planned execution to ensure uh, that the whole of the disaster portfolio uh, could be managed within the office of capital access as well as uh, within the office of disaster recovery and resilience and so it's it's uh, you know, obviously during a, a you know that type of massive events and disaster of the pandemic. Uh, there are key learnings in our operations that we were able to glean that uh, have now helped build a stronger SBA. What should other federal agencies learn from how and why the SBA went through this reorganization? Well, I think that what's important to know, I mean, in the SBA is as an agency that focuses on entrepreneurship, helping to deliver that American dream of business ownership. We work with uh, folks who every day have to pivot and adapt uh, to respond to the market. And I've asked my team to be as entrepreneurial as the small businesses we serve uh, and really always think about that customer experience first as every small business owner has to. Uh, we, we need to constantly reflect on the changing environment that our small businesses face as well as our disaster survivors in the event uh, of a disaster where we help individuals. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's what's at the heart of everything that we're doing as we transform uh, all of our uh, products and services at the SBA to make sure that we can focus on resilience and help support uh, our businesses as they as they build, start, grow, and uh, strengthen their biz businesses with resilience. Can you give us an overview of the different types of disasters that the SBA has responded to recently? Yes, and of course, uh, you know we 
collaborate with our federal partners, FEMA, uh, to ensure that we can support on, on disasters. We also uh, have SBA only declared disasters. Currently, uh, we're, we're tracking 13 different SBA disaster declarations uh, across the country um, from coast to coast. Um, obviously tracking some of the most recent news with the uh, snowstorms and and, uh, uh, and 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 rain in California, but um, it's everything from um, most recently in the last several months, um, you know, from the flooding that we've seen across the states uh, to disruption um, from you know, gun violence as we track what's happened in, in Monterey Park and small business impact and whether or not. Um, you know, there's a potential for support from the SBA. Uh, and so on an ongoing basis, you know, the SBA is tracking natural disasters or any disruption um, that uh, can be supported with our uh, loan programs, whether that's physical disaster or, or economic injury. Well, given all the experience your agency has, uh, what lessons about preventing, managing, and even recovering from a crisis has your agency uh, learned over the years? I think one of the you know first things is that the experience of the disaster survivor who's um, off, you know, oftentimes overwhelmed by uh, the situation, we need to be as uh, responsive as possible to help support with a simple product uh, that they can navigate. You know whether that's helping them uh, you know, rebuild and, and, and collect data and information that they need to apply, um, you know, or uh, setting up uh, you know, portable and, and uh, uh, local sub, sub response, uh, meeting them where they are so that we can walk them through the application uh, and give them that high-tech uh, technical assistance that they may need to go through. Uh, you know, I think that we're, we have heightened sensitivity uh, to the challenges that oftentimes underserved communities face, uh, those you know, communities that are, are low to moderate income or uh, in addition, you know, people of color who may not uh, necessarily be as aware or uh, in, in touch with the SBA resources, we've gone above and beyond to try to ensure that there's equity in our program and access, that there aren't language barriers uh, or cultural barriers or long-standing inequities that limit access to our programs. And I think that's uh, something that we think about and apply across the whole of SBA as, as we are uh, focused on a mission of filling gaps to ensure that uh, entrepreneurship can thrive and that communities reco can recover from disasters. In the corporate world, it's considered best practice to, after a crisis is passed, to do an analysis about how well or poorly the organization responded to that crisis. Does the SBA do anything similar after it's uh, worked on a disaster, whether it's floods, hurricanes, uh, tornadoes, or, or anything else? There's, uh, after every disaster, yes, and in, in collaboration with our, if it's a, uh, you know, if it's a with an, in partnership with FEMA, uh, then, of course, SBA joins that uh, after action analysis to ensure uh, that any learnings uh, from a specific natural disaster can be translated into improvements uh, in our service, our offerings, uh, our product mix, and, and how um, we're able to deploy to help disaster survivors. Uh, you know, regardless, if, if, if SBA is solo, uh, we uh, always are continuously iterating on our products. We have to be responsive to the marketplace. We have to uh, continually evolve to make sure that we're supporting uh, our small businesses, our nonprofits, as well as our individuals. And so it's an ongoing best practice at the SBA in particular 
uh, in having to respond at such scale to most recent uh, pandemic disaster that we uh, ensure that that uh, that strength of management exists across all of our program offices. And uh, you know, obviously, during during this time, we've had to reassess and look at our structures to make sure that um, you know we are able to. Uh, you know, constantly collaborate across our program offices so that there's strong lines of communication open so that we can all share those insights uh, post an event. Well, based on those analysis that you do after disaster, can you provide uh, two or three examples of what you're doing differently today that you might have been not have been doing in years past? Yeah, most definitely. Well, one in particular that we recently have uh, started to pilot uh, is uh, we recognize that sometimes there are hard to reach communities and we need to be more mobile and, and agile. And so instead of locating uh, at one a business recovery center um, or, you know, uh, or in partnership with, uh, uh, with any of our federal partners uh, at any uh, physical location, uh, we want to be on the road. And so we've uh, developed a, a portable uh, assistance center uh, concept where we can, you know, use uh, uh, use technology, uh, use uh, generators to go on the road and set up with a tent, uh, fully operational with with our computers and our staff to be able to help a community that perhaps is a little bit further out or harder to access or where we may not have a a local site available immediately. So that is, you know, one initiative that we've launched recently where we've really tried to. Uh, you know, get into communities and, and be more uh, flexible to, to be able to be on the road. And, uh, you know, I, I think in uh, being able to deploy those resources uh, across natural disaster experiences is something we're focused on trying to build to scale so that we can be mobile when we're responding to disasters. FEMA, of course, will often pre-position materials, supplies, and even staff uh, ahead of a natural disaster that they can anticipate, such as uh, floods, hurricanes, or tornadoes. Uh, do you do the same thing with your staff, or you move them and your materials um, only after disaster is struck? We're, we obviously aren't part of the immediate response, and, and so our, our footprint is much smaller. Uh, we do need, obviously, equipment, computers to be able to deploy for our staff across the country. We have um, uh, centers uh, across the country so that we have some uh, gear in place to be able to quickly deploy. Uh, but it's not to the same scale as FEMA, obviously, that has to respond uh, and help with uh, you know, whether that be search and rescue, et cetera. So we, we oftentimes um, uh, have a much smaller footprint to be able to deploy more, more easily and readily, but we do have uh, resources spread out around the country as well. And FEMA, of course, is often one of the first federal agencies to arrive at the scene of a crisis. How does SBA work with that agency to provide the help that businesses need to get back to normal operations as soon as possible? As the President Biden often says, it's uh, we deploy a whole of government approach and we are lock in step uh, with FEMA and ensure that we're uh, being good federal partners and following suits. Obviously, the first responders need to be on the ground. Uh, SBA is there to provide uh, recovery, and so there's a timing uh, that we like to coordinate. And so we are lock in step uh, with FEMA to ensure that we are participating at the right time uh, in a safe manner and as soon as possible to deploy to our small businesses and our individual uh, 
renters and homeowners who are going to need to recover. So based on your experience as, as administrator of SBA, um, what steps do you think business executives should take before a crisis uh, to help ensure that they can return uh, back to normal as soon as possible after the crisis has ended? There is uh, so much uh, focus that needs to be given to prepare preparation. Um, you know, resilience is about being able to survive that disruption uh, in operations or you know, disruption to your normal lives. As a, and as a disaster survivor, whether that's your uh, apartment that you're renting or your uh, home that you own or your business that you operate or your nonprofit that you operate, uh, it, being able to, to be prepared is critical. And that might be that you mitigate, uh, you know, disaster loans at the SBA come with an option to increase uh, that physical disaster loan by 20% to, to mitigate for future disasters, whether that's raising electrical to prevent damage during flooding or, um, or you know, providing resilience in hurricanes. Uh, there's, there's efforts that can be made physically uh, to build up resilience. But in addition, just in terms of best practices for business, uh, you know, little things that we try to teach in preparedness and making sure uh, that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, documents and data are in the cloud, that there's a plan in place uh, for your business to quickly recover and uh, be able to reach out again to your, your customers and deploy operations as quickly as possible. So we are working hard to make sure that our resource partner network across the country is, as well as the, through the leadership of the Office of Disaster Recovery and Resilience, uh, can ready uh, as many of the community members as possible to be able to handle that disruption of a natural disaster or any events. President Biden recently announced his proposed budget for next year. Um, how does your agency fare in his proposal? And are you concerned that there might be any efforts to cut back uh, your existing budget? Yeah, small businesses have been front and center as the president wants to deliver on economy that works for everyone, including uh, our small businesses. And you know, these uh, uh, these small businesses oftentimes are at startup stage or early in their um, development, uh, you know, or even as they're looking to grow and, and sustain their business. You know, we know that they need resources and, and uh, we are, are seeing a strong proposal from the president within the Small Business Administration and our key programs from you know, lending that maintains strong fortification. We, we do a great number of loans and investments in small businesses to keep their growth strategies strong. Uh, and then we are also seeing a continued support for an expanding network as we want to make sure that our small businesses know how to navigate resources and know who to go to to help improve and respond to any situation uh, that their business faces. So uh, we are uh, obviously uh, hoping to see that kind of support for continued uh, uh, growth and support of our programs at the SBA. And of course, uh, taking into consideration that the SBA is uh, may be done with deploying that relief, the PPP program, the restaurant program, et cetera. Uh, but we still sit with a large portfolio of the COVID idle, uh, which is, of course, that was a 30-year loan, nearly 4 million, 4 million loans, uh, a 30-year loan. And so we are servicing those loans on a continuous basis, as well as working with our grantees within uh, the restaurant and shutter venue program. Uh, to continue to support those businesses and, and nonprofits who receive support during the relief. So we are uh, continuing to request support for the SBA 
so that we can do the work that was so necessary during the pandemic and continue it and position us for success to deliver against our mission. Have those loans been a burden on the companies and organizations have received them? Or they're pretty, they're managing pretty well to uh, to pay them back or to meet the terms of the loans. Uh, the PPP was a forgivable loan. We're uh, at, uh, at nearly 94% forgiveness levels at this point, uh, which is uh, which is great. Those businesses were many times, uh, oftentimes saved uh, with PPP, and they were able to get additional support that, uh, especially for these high impact industries, uh, potentially through grant programs like the Restaurant Revitalization Program or the Shuttered Venue, but if not, the COVID Idle, uh, which was, uh, even though it was a low cost affordable loan that we tried to defer as, as long as possible, uh, we did begin servicing this uh, this program in mass. And obviously small businesses are, are still continuing to face challenges in the marketplace, including managing their balance sheet and trying to keep it strong. So. Uh, you know, we at the SBA are uh, work, will work with individual borrowers, and uh, we've done a, a great job in trying to ensure that uh, our small businesses could get the customer support that they are going to need uh, as we continue to service their their loans within this program. So, uh, you know, but for the most part, I'm seeing a lot of uh, you know opportunity on the horizon for our small businesses. The Biden Harris administration is in a, is investing heavily in America, and small businesses are the ones that are going to get those contracts to build the bridges, and uh, they're going and they're also going to be the ones who get to leverage you know, improved broadband in communities to do their businesses online more effectively, uh, as well as participating in, uh, in the American-made manufacturing and supply chain support uh, that, our, that our country needs in the clean energy economy of the future. So all of those opportunities are, are, are helpful to our small businesses. And it's really about driving revenues to our small businesses. A strong balance sheet means, uh, you know, not only being able to sustain and maintain and access capital, but uh, in addition, growing your revenues. And so we're really focused right now on trying to make sure that those revenue growth opportunities, as we implement the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act and the Chips and Science Act and the Inflation Reduction Act, that our small businesses are able to access those opportunities. What are the challenges that you see ahead for the agency? For the agency, I think the the biggest okay. challenge, obviously, is to continue to uh, you know maintain uh, the the budget as requested from the president to deliver our services for our small businesses. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that our programs uh, are deployed and that our small businesses are supported at this critical time where their growth uh, is is the requirement as they're trying to survive and thrive continuously. Uh, in addition, you know, I think on an ongoing basis, uh, making sure that we can continue to evolve and develop uh, our products and services uh, as we have been doing you know, for the last, uh, you know, uh, 70 years, as we'd be celebrating our 70th year um, anniversary this summer. You know, we know that we have to continually evolve. Uh, and so challenging the, the whole of the organization to make sure that our products meet the changing face of entrepreneurship, which is increasingly women and people of color, uh, and that we can help contribute to the economy as a result, as our small businesses are the ones creating the jobs uh, and delivering for our economy globally. I'm afraid we're almost out of time, but before we go, what's the most important thing you'd like our listeners to remember from our conversation? The SBA was often called the best kept secret uh, in government. And 
that's not a branding that we were a big fan of. And so this moment in time where the SBA scaled dramatically and uh, was able to reach millions of small businesses through the Paycheck Protection Program or the critical uh, COVID relief programs uh, is an opportunity for us to leverage that into awareness of critical resources that can help small businesses. So as much as possible, if uh, we can continue to collaborate across the federal government, across the private sector, to make sure that small businesses are aware that there are free and affordable resources, affordable capital and free advisory networks uh, across the United States through the SBA, that's going to improve our economy. So we hope to continue to uh, build those partnerships and share the information out there to the community that uh, at sba.gov, small businesses and innovative startups can get the resources that they need to start and grow. That's it for this edition of the Crisis Ahead podcast. My guest today was Isabella Guzman, the administrator of the Small Business Administration. Be sure to come back next week for more advice and insights on preparing for, managing and recovering from a crisis or subscribe to Crisis Ahead wherever you get podcasts. Remember, it's not a matter of if a crisis will hit your organization or company, it's when. And the sooner you are prepared for it, the better. Produced by HeartCast Media.